episode of the Ready, Set, Disney podcast. As always, I'm your host, Corey G. Uh, with me, uh, as always, is my lovely wife, Kel. Say hi to everybody, Kel. Hi, everybody. Okay. So, uh, recap. We are going to talk about a subject that my wife does not want to talk about. She is giving me a fearful look right now. <laughs> I had to... Uh, really like tie her up and drag her down to the basement to get her to have this conversation. Uh, we are going to talk about the things that suck at Disney. Nothing. Right. That's not true. There are things that suck at Disney. And I think, wait a second, hear me out. This is what makes us good at helping people plan is that we recognize there are things that suck. So we're going to talk about them, but we're also going to talk about ways that you can get around them or tricks that you can use to offset them a little bit. Okay. I just I don't like the title. I, I don't I, I don't like the idea that we're broadcasting that I, I mean it's the happiest place on earth, damn it. Right. Yeah, da- you can't say damn it though. Um okay, so there we I I at least acknowledge there are things that suck. And this first one you're going to agree with that it sucks. And that is the fact that you have to get up every morning at 7 a.m. to do Genie Plus. Well, that sucks. Okay, but if you're going into the parks in the morning anyway, you're up at 7 to... Not necessarily. Some people go into the parks at 11 o'clock in the morning. Well, I what if you have like a those people are 9 wrong. or 10 o'clock like, breakfast reservation, and you're like, oh, we'll go into the park after breakfast. We're going to sleep in. You can't. You have to get up and do Genie Plus at 7 a.m. Well, we also don't know if that's going to be changing, but for right the now time it sucks. being, for the time being, it is an inconvenience. It sucks. Uh, yeah, so that's the first thing. There's not really much you can do about it unless you buy it the night before after midnight. But even then, you still got to get up at seven to do the first reservation. Yeah, you have to make your reservations. Yeah. So there's really no point in staying up that late if you can go to bed. Um, so there's that. But so, again, you know, stay tuned because there are supposed to be some changes coming yeah. to make your Genie Plus selection process more streamlined and smoother. So that's, you know, something that Disney hasn't officially announced what those changes are, but they've kind of teased that coming in January of 2024 that there will be some changes. So like this first section, I kind of want to talk about things that it sucks because it used to not be this way. Okay. Right? And so Genie Plus was not this way. We no, used that Genie fast Plus passes. didn't exist. Right. You had fast passes that you booked three well in advance, mm-hmm. and you didn't have to get up at 7 no, a.m. to do it. No, you did your three 180 yeah. days. No, I'm sorry. That was 60? That may have that been 60. That was 60. Yeah, yeah 180 was, was dining. Yeah. So – that really is why the first section is what sucks, because it used to not be like this, but now it is. The next one on there is the park hopping after 2 p.m. That sucks. Again, inconvenient. I wouldn't necessarily say that it sucks. That's a strong, harsh So, statement. So here's what, why I think it sucks, and it bleeds into another one. Park hours. Park hours suck. Magic Kingdom <laughs> is open until 10 o'clock. That's it. There are some nights it's open till nope, 11. Nope. Nope. Most of the time, all summer long, it closed at 10. I checked. It closed at 10 o'clock. Unless you had extra hours, 
it closed at 10 o'clock. I looked through for the next couple of weeks. It closes at 10. That's well, magic. Epcot, Hollywood, close at 9. But you know what doesn't suck? What? When you stay at a deluxe and all those other people get kicked out and you've got the extra two hours. Yeah, but that's only one night a week. And if you don't happen to be there that night or that's not your park night, like that sucks. That it, it sucks. I don't I don't know why they can't go back, especially during the summer, to having Magic used to be open till eleven, Epcot was open until eleven, mm-hmm. and then they would have extra hours after that. Mm-hmm. Now these parks are closing at nine o'clock. And listen, no offense, but you get back to your room, it's ten o'clock at night. I'm on vacation. I, I don't want to go to bed at 1030 at night. Like, no, I, go swimming. Enjoy your the resort. The pools close at 10. I, I just hate that. And when you top onto it, the fact that you can't even hop into that park until after 2 o'clock makes that really tough. Because what about dinner? You got to travel to that park. You got to have dinner. It just sucks. Yeah. Mm. You, you sort of agree with me on that one. Again, I, I right. think it sucks is strong terminology. Here's another one that I just not in love with uh, that has changed. And I, I, I think sucks is a strong term for it, but it's not as good as it used to be. Customer service. Okay, I'm not with you on that one. You're not? You, you weren't I'm with not. me on any of these. What are you talking about? Listen, the others, I can see the inconvenience. Okay. I see that, yeah, it used to be better than yep. it is now. Okay. I'm not willing to, you know, use the, the strong verbiage. But I, I don't feel feel like there has been a significant decline in customer service i think there's always no matter what even years ago when you felt like it was top notch there's always going to be one or two that are going to be cranky that are going to ruin it for agreed but when i think about the help that we have gotten and like our experience on soren that night yeah I mean, those cast members went above and beyond. Sure, They true. could have said, yeah. sorry, guys, this is the last flight that's going. Yeah, and take when it or we, leave it. When yeah, we yeah. said, can we wait so that we can get the front row? They were like, absolutely. And while we're waiting, they find out that it's someone in our party's birthday. They're taking selfies with us. Yeah, yeah. Like, they made our night. That was sure. stellar. The trip, I would even say they made the trip. That was spectacular customer service. Yes. When we had the very poor experience with the bus driver and the wheelchair. Yeah, there's your one cranky individual. But when we brought it to the attention of someone else above and beyond to right the wrong. I yeah. And even when we screwed up our stuff with our Genie Plus reservations and we walked into Hollywood Studios. Remember, you had forgotten your bag on the bus and oh, all this yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They handed us an extra Genie Plus. Okay. Because of our, like, because we were frazzled from the morning. Like, right. I really do think the customer service is there. I, I do. I think, here's what really made it stand out for me was our trip to Aruba. I thought the customer service that we got in Aruba 
was amazing. Every restaurant we went to, the airport, like all of that was just unbelievable. Those people just really wanted you to be there. And I agree and I get the fact that you're going to get those standout people that, that suck, right? But I just think the people that go above and beyond are now in the minority, whereas before it was flipped. That was usually how things were handled, and every once in a while you'd hand it, you'd run into that person that wasn't great, but I feel like now every once in a while you run into that person that's great, and that's kind of it. Mm, yeah, I mean, we can agree to disagree on this one. I really, like I said, I, I can hear you on the other points. Yeah. This one, I really firmly think, like, I think that Disney customer service is still up there. I really do. Okay. Uh, two others that I have that are different than what it used to be. One, the dining reservations. The new 60-day mm. dining reservations. Not sucks. my favorite. It sucks. Not my favorite. I wouldn't say that it sucks. Um, you know, because the, the process... Other than how soon you're doing it, yeah, the process is still exactly the same. Yes, it it was better when yes. you could do it sooner because you're not competing with quite as many people. Because 180 days out, not everybody has booked right their trip yet. Never mind thinking about where they're going to eat. Right, <laughs> and some yeah. people are like, "All right, we've got it booked, but I'm just yep. not ready to decide where we're going to be on each." Yeah, by 60 days out. You know, if you don't know that you're going in 60 days, you yeah. got a whole – that's a whole different episode for us yeah. to talk through. Yeah. Um, so you're competing with a lot more people, and it makes getting the reservation more challenging. I think some of that is also the challenge of getting a reservation is still part of COVID fallout too. Oh, with the COVID already. Would you stop it? No, it's because been, they have two years. It sure has, but it's taken that long for them to be able to get all their staff back, and for them to feel as though. And again, we can we can argue the billions that Disney World makes, right? But they have to feel like they've recouped enough of the money that they undoubtedly lost during COVID in order to bring back the full experience. Uh all right, so the, there's dining. And then the last one is the amount of time you have to spend on your phone. It was never like this before. It wasn't, but I do think that you can't, there are ways to work around it. So you can't – the dining reservation um, there – oh, that's a future episode that we want to take a look at too um, is uh, all the apps and paid services that are out there for uh, – for your Disney trip. We, we got to do that in a few future episode. But um, so your dining reservations, you can work around it, right? You you grab a, a, the reservation that at the place you want. It may not be the exact time you, that you want. Mm -hmm. And you can always check in if it's at a park. You can check in at that park when you get there first thing in the morning and just say, hey, you know, we have a 8 o'clock reservation. We're really hoping for something around 6. Any, any, anything open, mm -hmm. um, they might be able to help you. You can also show up at 6 and be like, oh, our reservation is not till 8, but I, we just figured we check. And a lot of times, if you have an existing reservation, they'll mm -hmm. do what they can to work with Customer you. Customer service. Yeah. yeah they, but, and, and again, the workarounds for the dining thing is that 
when you make your reservation 60 days in advance, you grab what you can for the day that you want. And if it's not the exact time that you want, you've got 60 days to keep going in and looking and checking and seeing if you can swap it out. We've made alternate dining reservations or changed times right up to the day day. before or the day of yeah oh yeah you know just keep going into the app and that piece has always been the case yeah because it's not even when you were booking 180 days ahead it was still a race to get a reservation at be our guest it was still like yeah yeah, yeah, there were plenty of restaurants there were places yep that on your first day that you were trying yeah you weren't getting right and you had to persist and keep trying to get it and usually it does work out yeah so i don't feel like that has changed right um you know it just i think you might have to do that a little more often right for certain restaurants than you used to do before and the 180 thing uh the uh, the other thing about it not the 180 thing the other thing is on your 60th day you got to get up first thing in the morning and go on to try mm-hmm. to make those reservations as soon as the time opens up our tip trick is get up make those reservations mm-hmm. don't make them on the 58th day you know at eight o'clock at night when you get home from work like you, you got to change your schedule and you got to get yep. up get on the computer and try to make those reservations right on that 60th day because again once you have it it's a lot easier yeah. to modify it right than to try to grab something that yeah a is standby line yeah. or something like that yeah so that's why we always say it may not be the exact time that you want but grab mm-hmm. it and then see if either you can move it or if the concierge at the hotel can help you move it or the park themselves can help you move it there's always a lot more flexibility when you have a reservation than when you have nothing and you're mm-hmm. like yeah we just want to eat here they're like nice try asshole everybody yeah. wants to eat here <laughs> take a number yeah you know what i mean so at least put the effort in on your part and then yeah. work with you to to get it so uh and then we were talking about the phone and how much time you have to spend on the phone checking those reservations checking the rides you know, looking yeah. at the pictures, it, it, there's a lot. Looking at wait times. and there, You know what? Looking at wait times has been that way for a, quite a while now. Yeah. A lot of years. Looking at wait times is definitely not new. You know, the thing I think now that keeps you tied a little bit more to your phone yeah. is the idea of having to continue to refresh if you want to modify your Genie Pluses. Yeah. Which, yes, I will give you... That it is a chore, but at the same time, if you're standing in a standby wait line and you're there for 30 minutes, okay. Like, yeah, you can you can still refresh and have conversation with your family while you're refreshing. You don't necessarily have to be wa- that guy walking through the park with your face and your phone, getting in everybody's way. Bumping in everybody, stopping in the middle. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so... The phone piece, how do you get around constantly having to be on your phone? Well, I just gave a couple of examples. Like, use your t- when you're sitting down to eat lunch yeah. or you're taking a quick water break, you're having a snack, use that time to update, to check your wait times. Bus, bus to, rides. Yeah, when you're standing in a queue. Yeah, yeah. Because it's very rare, Genie Plus or not, it's very rare that you're not going to wait in one line for a few minutes while you're 
very often more than a few minutes. You know, we we feel like we've had a good day if we've gotten through a line and we've waited like 20 minutes, sure, 20 yeah. minutes, you know. So just choose your time wisely. Okay. And, you know, if, if you're one of those people that's got your face buried in your phone because you don't know the layout of the park, like – Get a paper map. Well, that's even worse. <laughs> but that's a whole different story, too. <laughs> no, like, literally, when you're when the park closes early and you're at the hotel and you don't yeah, want right. to go to bed yet, you can go on the app. You can look at the layout of the park. It has all the rides, attractions labeled for you. Map out your day. Figure, you know, tomorrow, oh. this is what we're going to do. We're going to... We used to do that all the time. We don't anymore yeah, because no. we know things so well. Yeah. But in our first few years when we were going, we would set up like, a, okay, we're going in. We're heading straight to Peter Pan. From Peter Pan, we're going here. Like, yeah. yeah and yeah. we would map it out so that you can maximize your time. First section was the things that um, suck because it used to not be this way. This next section is, is things that have always sucked. And now, just to just to be clear, right? Lots of walking. It is a lot of walking, and I think there that, are that ways. That can suck. There are ways around that too. Yeah. Um. You know, there's definitely different camps when it comes to how to approach the park. Okay. You know, if you take Magic Kingdom for example. Yeah. There are those who truly believe you maximize your time when you go land by land. Okay. You know, again, Genie Plus, and even when you had Fast Pass back in the day, makes it a little, little tricky. Yeah. But again, with Genie Plus, if you've got an hour in between one ride and the other, if your first Genie Plus is Space Mountain, when you get off Space Mountain, do some other stuff in Tomorrowland so that you're not cutting across the park. Yes. Wait times play a part in what you're doing and when you go on each ride. But at the same time, if you're spending 10 minutes cutting across the park to get to a ride that's got a 10-minute shorter wait than one that's in the land you're already in, yeah, it's, it's you're, not, the, you're, not you're not saving any time. No, 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 no. Lots of walking has always been. It has. has it has. You've got to go thing. into it knowing – what you're what you're walking into no <laughs> pun intended with. but yes it is a crap ton of walking yeah and a couple of things that i think are super interesting to me a couple just one really big thing that i think is super interesting to me if you read any blogs or you know you do any research podcasts books whatever it is everybody talks about what you wear on your feet mm -hmm. and we have gone however many times we've gone i have never had a problem with my you're an anomaly feet you and, and and mj are bizarre and not okay like i i don't know how you walk those parks all damn day in a pair of flip-flops right i mean i was to say like we literally walk the park in flip-flops I've never had an issue where my feet hurt or... Again, I think it depends on you as a part. Like, 
are you a and and I do not mean this in any disrespectful way as someone who has a very difficult time walking the parks but it depends on who you are are you someone who is really physically fit are you someone who spends a lot of time on their feet for your like I would venture to guess that nurses right. doctor yeah. like all the walking probably doesn't bother them yeah. too much because they spend so all day you long. might be right yeah. On their feet versus someone who, who's at a desk job more right. frequently. Or again, if you've got particular medical issues, yeah, if sure. you've got, you know, th- there are so many factors that play into it. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I would strongly recommend a good pair of sneakers <laughs> to if you're going to Disney and you're going to be walking 20,000 steps in a day, put good shoes on. You know, wearing your old navy flip-flops and walking that much, you may not get blisters because not a whole lot of, you know, stuff to them. Yeah. But it's... The bottoms of your feet The bottoms of your feet are going to hurt. And it's going to affect, like, the rest of your body. Yeah, your, right. your legs are going to be more sore. Your back, like... Sure. The good shoes are really important for someone who needs to have that support. But then you, you also run into that really weird scenario. Uh, my sister got – remember we got soaked. Mm-hmm. And uh, so people were, were then wearing wet shoes and their feet were wet and mm-hmm. they got blisters from that because mm-hmm. when your feet get wet, it's the skin gets really sensitive and it can just pull away. Like that part I get. So you should be aware of that. Like if you go on a ride and your feet get wet. Well, listen. You should pay attention to that. If you are, again, think about your health. Yeah. Diabetics have to be really careful about their feet. Yeah. So if you're someone who is a diabetic, you need to be prepared for okay, what do I do if I do get blisters? What do I do if, you know, you might need to have some plan Bs. Maybe you're the person who needs to throw your old Navy flip-flops in your backpack, wear your good shoes, but when it starts pouring, you you switch so that your shoes don't get soaked and you're not facing some of those other issues. So I think, you know, it is a person-to-person thing. It is really personal to your body, your health, what you're used to yeah yeah so i mean it, it, it can happen i get it but you just you just have to know there's lots of walking that goes into it i think it's Put band-aids in your bag in your park bag yeah, everybody says that mole skin or some shit i'm like i've never i don't i don't know why you would need any of that but okay um and also you know it, it's not a bad idea for you to start walking before you yeah. get to your trip I used to do that. Yeah, like I used you to train for Disney. Yeah, you you. I'm not saying you got to train, but you should definitely get up and be a little bit more active than you typically are. Mm-hmm. Also, figure out ways that you can take breaks. Yep. You know, appreciate the times. Do what you can. If you're in Magic Kingdom and you're in the you're the barnstormer and you're leaving, jump on the rail tra- on the train and and mm-hmm. use the train to to get to the front of the park or use the Skyliner to get from one place to another or the monorail, like try to find ways that you can limit some of the steps that you are taking so that when you have to take them, you're, you're fresh uh, um, and whatnot. So 
you know, there is a lot of walking. Another thing that has sucked and that has always sucked, well, maybe it hasn't always sucked, but it's sucking more now, and that's the price. This is a big one. Mm. And, and here's the thing about the price. It's always been expensive. Yeah. They... I feel like they're there's nickeling a lot and diming of, There's more. a lot of add-ons yeah. now that didn't used to be there. Yeah. You know, FastPass used to be free. Yep. And now you have to pay for Genie Plus. Yep. Um, Magical Express. Yeah, you used to get free transportation to the par uh, to the um, resort from yep. the airport, and yep. you don't anymore. So you've got to figure that out. So, yeah, I mean... I, magic I, bands, they used to give you a magic band free. They did give you a magic band free, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. all these little things that it's like, Jesus, people are paying enough. You can't, like, you can't throw a magic band in? Seriously? Well, now they're going to get rid of... I, I, I would venture to guess that regular magic bands are going to phase out now with these magic yeah. band plus. So, you know, there are... Uh, there's no workaround. There's no free option from the airport to your hotel. There are cheaper ways to do it. You can do an Uber. Mears still, Mears was doing the Magical Express. Mm -hmm. Um, And now they're doing it, but you just have to pay for it. Right. So there's that. And what what did we say? Was it 20, 40 bucks a person in that ballpark for the Magical Express? Um, It's... Either the for a family of four, it's either the same price or slightly cheaper to Uber. Okay, that's all I can recall yeah. off the top of my head. So yeah, but you can we Uber. opted for the Uber because it's like for if it's the same price, yeah, it's gonna get me there quicker. Yeah, fewer Stop. stops yeah. along the way. Right, right. Do you know because we've never done the paid version of the Magical Express? Um, do they still stop at multiple mm-hmm. resorts? I'm paying. It's, it's essentially exactly the same. And I can't it's get a just... direct bus to my resort? Mm-hmm. Oh, the hell. Um, okay. So I think that's the piece that really bothers me. I feel like there's more nickeling and diming there than is. there was in the past. There definitely is. It is more expensive than it used to be. And I'm not talking about like inflation yeah, because right, we know yeah, that right, obviously yeah. from year to year yeah. they're going to raise ticket prices sure. and yep. all of that but no it definitely is more money to go now than it used to be yeah um and they, and they are cutting gotta, corners in you places you just got to plan for it they are cutting corners in places too right like they don't uh clean your room every day no that's only because of because we stay in the villas oh is that, but yeah. i Oh yeah, yeah. Oh okay. Um, so that's a that's a price saver for that we give out to everybody. We love a David's Vacation Club. You stay mm-hmm. at a deluxe resort for the same price as staying at a moderate, but you get all of the great amenities that mm-hmm. go along with it. So, uh, you know, they're they're bringing back the dining plan. At least mm-hmm. people, some people feel like that was a really good option for them. Um, the only caveat i would say about your there's i think you could save a lot of money in your um uh, accommodations mm-hmm. right there's lots of ways to save money but just be aware of what you're getting when you're not paying right you know what i mean there's a there's pros and cons to it the pro is you're saving money when you do an airbnb 
where you stay at a pop century, yes, you are saving a crap ton of money. But then there are cons that go along with it. Mm -hmm. So you have to figure out really what's important to you and where your priorities lie and whether or not it's worth the money for you not to deal with those cons as opposed to save the money. So there are ways around that one as well. Um, Two more that just have always sucked. Crowds and heat. Okay. So I feel like you can work around heat. How do you work around heat? Heat is heat. And you can work around crowds. Well, if you are selective about when you go, uh, you can but, work around but if both. you got kids in school, it's really difficult to be selective of when you go. You pretty much have to go in the summer from, for the most part. Or, or you go during December, a school vacation. And you're paying a shit ton of money and there are a shit ton of people. Yeah, I don't know how crowded February vacation is. I don't know. Yeah. Definitely more comfortable weather. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's plenty of people that pull their kids out of school to do a Disney yeah. trip. When they're young enough, you absolutely, you know, again, any of my educator people out there who are listening, just block your ears for a minute. Yeah. But I've done it, too. Yeah. Um, of course. When the kids are little, it's When the easier. kids are younger, yeah. it's not as... Yeah, detrimental yeah, to pull them to out school. and yeah. especially if you are able to attach it to a long weekend yeah. or something like yeah. that um you know november early november when you've got election day or yeah. you've got veterans veterans day, day yeah. weather is definitely cooler yeah you're getting in just before the crazy of thanksgiving yeah um so yeah, there are ways around it. But, but you, if you are stuck, yeah. you know, much like we are, yeah. stuck with those very typical yeah. three school vacation weeks or the summer. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be hot as hell. In the summer. Anytime during the summer. Yeah. Cooling towels. Right? Yeah, so Love th- a you got to you got to think about the things that yeah. you can do to keep cool and, you know, one of our big strategies is the whole you get up early, yep. you get in the park right when it opens, you spend a couple hours, and, and this gets to dealing with the crowds yep. as well. Yep, sure. Because you That's get why I in. Them together. Yep. Yeah, you get in early. There's not quite as many people there. By the time that park starts filling up at 11 30, 12 o'clock, and the sun is beating down, it's time to get the hell out of there. Go back to your room, go back to the pool, cool off, get away from the crowds, and then go back in at 4, 5 o'clock, and within it's within an hour or two, it's cooling down. And the crowds tend to be a little bit less yep. in those evening hours than it is in the, the peak of daytime. So, you know, that's definitely a strategy to help get around the inevitable heat and crowd. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely, those are, those are um, issues that you can manipulate your way around with good planning, a good strategy. Um, And, you know, the last one is not, it's not on here, but we hear it all the time. It's like, oh my God, I need a vacation after the vacation when Mm. I go to Disney. You know, that's a, you gotta do it right, that's That's all. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's, that is just poor planning. I also and and people saying I feel like it's so planned out. I have to do everything at a certain time. You don't have to. No. There really is nothing that says that you have to. You 
Um, prioritize with your family what's important. Do the important things. And, and no spontaneity. That was another big one. Oh, yo, what if I just want to – there are plenty of spontaneous things that you can do. Mm-hmm. There have been times that we've gotten off a bus and been like, you want to go see the fireworks over there? The fireworks tell them going off. Let's go Let's right. go fireworks. So, okay. If so you've we go got a park hopper yeah. and you're staying close by to one of the other – I think that was – we were in Animal Kingdom, which closed early. We were staying over at Contemporary. We get back to the resort and the Magic Kingdom fireworks haven't happened yet. We had a park hopper. We went, hop, walked into Magic Kingdom, grabbed some ice cream, watched the fireworks, and then went back and to the and, hotel. And left, yeah. Not so, planned. No. Just, you know, or you, you get back to your hotel room early because, you know, the park closed early or because you guys did everything you wanted to do on your priority list. And it's like, oh, well, let's, let's just take the kids down to swim. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I think they, there are more spontaneous um opportunities if you don't strictly live by this set of plans i get it you've been planning for months and months and months Mm -hmm. if you've done it right but you don't need to plan every minute no you definitely don't because every minute well here's the thing the way genie plus is set up right now yeah you got nothing but spontaneous you don't know until 7 a.m what the first ride is that you're getting on surprise yeah yeah you know and I mean, I, I can I we have this conversation. On, I don't know. What do you feel like doing? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's go. Let's go see what's going on over. Yeah. You know, and we just kind of mosey along and see what's happening. Like it doesn't have to be. No, it definitely. Oh doesn't. my God, we gotta get to Haunted Mansion. Let's go. Blah blah blah. You don't have to do it that way. Um. So that's it. That's the episode. What sucks about Disney? I uh, still stand by my notion that nothing sucks about Disney. It is the most magical place on earth okay and it is my happy place whether you think things suck or not okay that's fine you can have that um i think it's important to know going into it that just like anything else it's not perfect right and no vacation is though right so there are going to be challenging pieces yep so you know, it's more. This episode's more about the challenges than what sucks. I don't think people are gonna sign on to the challenges. I think sucks is gonna draw people in. Well, people are gonna be like, "What? Huh?" So, all right. So that's the episode. Next episode, we were talking about we want to do an episode on um, family, big family groups going to Disney. So mm-hmm. that'll be next week's episode. If you want to tune in and catch that. That'd be great. As I said in our original intro, which is this is a rushed episode for us because I'm actually on my way to a show. So by the time you hear this, I will have already been at the Comedy Connection. Uh, But I'm at Mohegan Sun in September if you want to come out and see a show there. I'm in New Hampshire in October and December. So lots of opportunities. Check out CoreyGComedy.com if you want more details. As always, you can reach us. By sending us an email, questions with an S at readysetdisney.com. Email us your questions, what you think sucks about Disney, uh, what you might want help making it not suck so much. Uh, we'd be happy to respond to you, uh, hear your feedback. Um, oh, uh, like us, share us, review us, anything you can on your uh, podcast player to help us get more people listening to the show. We are slowly creeping up on two years mm-hmm. of shows. Can you believe that? Mm, yeah. Almost, almost two years. 
getting there. We are. It's been more than yeah. a year and a half. It definitely, um, yeah. So, you know, it's we're still not where we want to be listenership-wise, but we're, we're, we have a broad reach, I will say that. We do. So that's, uh, that's cool. Uh, so, yeah, like, share, comment, uh, let people know they can listen to us. In the meantime, travel safe. We'll talk to you soon.